I better not. Okay, that better fucking go. Okay. Hi, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of This Week with Drew. This is This Week with Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, August uh, 24th, 2020. Just checking around. Um, so I was on break. I had a week off. I was on vacation. So we're going to talk about that in a motherfucking intro. Big Drew, you know he want to flow. Freestyle off the top of his dome with the words flowing. And he ain't be knowing what's next. Or look at my fucking stupid hair. Hi, welcome to the show. This is This Week with Drew. The Monday edition for Monday. Are you trying for... You give me the lighter back last week and you fucking owe me a fucking lighter. You guys fucking... Okay, so um, welcome back. We were on a bit of a break there. How are you doing, man? Is summer's just... Just fucking winding down, buddy. Just creeping. I saw some golden leaves falling gracefully, majestically from the fucking trees, man. Um, so that's it, you know. Fall's coming. And uh, so you got to squeeze the last out of the shit whole fuck summer that we were having so far. And, you know, try to get the best of it. So Court and I, uh, let's go with, let's do, uh, let's go with... Uh, how was my week? Week whole week and then the weekend too. Um. Okay. So yeah, last week Courtney, Courtney's family is uh, got uh, uh, they own some property. Their family has uh, property on a reserve out in uh, by Peterborough. Hiawatha is the reserve, so uh, they got a, a cabin cottage. If you're from Ontario, cabin. If you're from Alberta. They got a fucking cabin out there on Rice Lake, which is a good lake for fishing. So we went out there for the whole week, man. And uh, it was nice. We had fucking Terry and he loves grass. And the whole thing is grass. It's like a fucking quarter acre, maybe like a half an acre of grass out back. And that fucking guy just runs, man. He loves grass like more than I do. <laughs> we joke. And... uh yeah, man. So it was sick. We just got there on last Sunday night and then just freaked up, man. I had a fucking menu plan, bro. We did a spatchcock roasted chicken, salmon on the uh, crispy skin salmon, nice steaks, homemade burgers, fucking all sorts of shit, man. I was just freaking up a shit storm, cooking breakfast on the barbecue, breakfast, lunch and dinner all on the barbecue, man. Putting the cast iron right on the barbecue, heating it up. Dropping the butter in, getting the eggs, go, getting a fried egg right on the cast iron on the barbecue, flipping that on, a nice uh, English muffin there with some leftovers, you know, leftover steak or whatever the fuck, put that on there, buddy. Come on. <laughs> so it was nice, man. And Courtney's whole family is on that lake. So her aunt and uncle were kind enough to let us borrow their jet ski for a couple days. And we had that thing for about a half an hour before the fucking... We didn't notice that the rope fell off the front of it and the rope got sucked up underneath the fucking back of the thing. So the jet ski fucking, oh my God, man. We're so like, so it, the rope is fucked. So we tried for like a half an hour to pull the thing out of there and then we're like, fuck, man. And that's the thing about like when someone borrows you something, they're saying, they're, they're saying like, I trust you. <laughs> like you can use this thing because I trust you. And then nothing makes you feel fucking stupider than when you fuck that trust up, man. It's more for me the problem was the was the was the trust thing than it is the actual fucking thing thing. Cause money can fix anything that gets broken, right? So, but it's the it's the trust. 
And that's what the fuck sucks, man. So Court and I were feeling pretty fucking stupid. But they're, her aunt and uncle are the nicest fucking people in the whole world. And they just came, towed the skidoo back. He, uncle, fucking put it on the thing, cut the rope. And, uh, you know, it took them like under an hour to get under there. And then fuck, fuck. And then they let us borrow it again, <laughs> which is like, oh, my God, I don't want to. <laughs> like, I did want to. Because jet skiing is fun and going across the lake to the bar is nice. But I just felt like it's like, man, like I, I just came from a family where it's like you. <laughs> it's like they were like waiting for you to fuck up. And then it's like, yeah, this is exactly what the fuck I thought was going to happen. You and you knew it and I knew it. And then when I gave you the thing, you fucking said. And then uh, but I knew you were going to fuck it up. <laughs> and you did, too, in your heart. Hearts, and you're like, I know. And then the shame and then the old Irish fucking Catholic guilt just comes rolling in like a thunderstorm and just kicks your ass for like two days. <laughs> but at the end of the day, the jet ski was still fucking fun. Um, okay. Oh, and I suck at fishing, too. That's what I learned all week is that I fucking suck at fishing. I cast the line out and pull it. You know, I, I've never really like been like an avid fisher. I know it's a sport. But I just fish like how you see it on the movies, like in TV, like you throw the fucking line out and then you just reel her back. And then if no fish wanted to bite, then you just do her again. But Courtney told me that you're supposed to leave it in there for a little bit. And that makes sense to me. Because <laughs> like if you're just throwing it and pulling it back, the fish are like, what was that? But if you're leaving it, they're like, is that a fucking, is that a fucking worm? Is that a fucking worm? I don't know. Let's go find out. And then they fucking go swim and then they give you a little fake worm. I had a little fake worm, a little sniff. And then, uh, and then, but no bites. But that was nice because I wrote a country song. I'm working on a, on a five song country EP and I got three songs written already. So that's actually happening. I didn't think it was going to happen. I think I talked about this on the, on the podcast, maybe like a couple months ago where I was like feeling more musically inclined <laughs> and, uh, and I wanted to like take the time to like spend that and work on and being a musician. But now it's just coming to me naturally, man. I don't know what the fuck it's when you put it aside and then just let the fucking all you have to do, I think for any creative practice, um, is to just sit there and just wait for it to come. And then when it comes, fucking go with it and no matter what you're doing because that's the that's i think the hallmark of a of a great artist versus a fucking shitty one because everyone is a conduit to the fucking energy of of creativity right everybody all children are artists right and it's because they're fucking that channel is wide open and then society and school and fucking money and stress it squeezes that channel till it's a fucking little tiny little nothing you know and then you seek out your 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 that fulfillment in other things like like you know cars and fucking toys and the next bigger better thing when really all you got to do the point i'm trying to make is that it's easy to be creative you just have to fucking sit there but when the thing comes you have to be able to recognize it and then follow it and go with it because it's more like Stephen King talked about writing novels as more like not you're not like creating something. You're more like uncovering something like an archaeologist, like dusting away at the fucking bone. And then you go a little further and then you're like, oh, is that a fucking 
Who's that? And then you keep going and you're like, oh, that's actually a Triceratops. You're like, well, that's a fucking T-Rex or maybe it's a little dinosaur, but it's not your prerogative to fucking decide what it is before you dust away. You don't look at a tiny little piece of bone. You don't go and then say, I'm going to dig a Tyrannosaurus Rex out of this piece of earth. You just fucking start digging and then whatever you find is whatever the fuck you find. But it's your job to dig and find <laughs> and recognize the, the sign, the signal path. So I was sitting on the dock fishing for like a half a fucking hour and I didn't catch fuck all. And then I had my guitar there, thankfully. And then I was just like, man, I suck at fishing. Like, I suck at fishing. I suck at fishing. And then I just picked up my guitar and I was like, do I suck at fishing. How about you? I suck at fishing. Yes, I do. And I just fucking wrote a song, a country song called I Suck at Fishing. And uh, and it just came. To, it just flew. It just flowed, flewed. It fucking the flow was natural, man, and I didn't have to think about it. And uh, and and if you sit there at your guitar and you're like, I'm gonna write a fucking country song about whatever about sucking at fish, you wouldn't even come up with that. I wouldn't come up with like I suck at fishing, but that's like some core. But you, I was in some, listening to some core blund, and that guy is fucking good, man. If you guys, I know you may not be in the country. Some people, I know lots of people who listen to me probably are. But listen to Core Blund, man. His newest album is fucking fire. But all of his shit, man. He just sings about whatever the fuck. Like, just regular old, like, just fucking hurting Albertan, man. Like, that's one of my favorite songs. And, like, it just, re- I just, yeah, you just got to sing about, like, what you're doing or, like, what you know or or what you don't know or whatever the fuck, man. So, yeah, three songs already written. I got fucking, I got, uh, yeah, I suck at fishing, stealing a cart. And then fucking uh, day drunk. And that was the other one was that we were getting day drunks, court and I. And I was like, get a little day drunk. And this fucking just came to me. Right. I'm not just I'm not sitting there trying to write a song about partying during the day. But if you allow yourself to be the conduit man and you recognize that that when those lyrics float in the back of your head, that that's actually a fucking a ringing alarm from the fucking, you know, not God, but the creative God. You know, to fucking he, it's it, it's 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 misty and it's foggy in your head. But what it actually is from the source is a fucking ringing alarm. And by the time it gets to you, it's just this faint fucking just whisper. And you have to train your ears and your brain to fucking hear that and then and then listen for it. In any sort of creative pursuit, you train your eyes on the canvas, just paint. You know, all like uh, sculpting. How did you? How did Michelangelo make David? You just fucking take away the parts that aren't David. <laughs> it sounds fucking easy, right? But it is. It is that easy. But you just have to be alert, right? You have to be fucking conscious of that. So if there's any fucking skateboarding, man, this will go for Bubba and you guys too, man. Just fucking getting in the zone, man, and just just running up. Like obviously you got to try to do something, right? Like you gotta you gotta be thoughtful in your actions. But if you just flow, man, if you just fucking relax and just like kind of become one with the pavement and the fucking thing. Skateboarding is gnarly, man, because if you look at that without the skateboard, like if you bail, like, man, there's this 13 set at Nate and fucking I don't skateboard. I never skateboarded. I can never grind or ollie or any of that shit. I could just ride them. Right. And and do like a little vert. But fucking man, these guys like were like skateboarding, like running and then fucking like essentially if you fall off a 13 set, you might as well have just ran full speed out of set of stairs and then just jumped off of it. Like there's literally no fucking difference than a skateboarder who like bails than a guy who just ran and just launched himself off 13 sets of stairs to just land on the fucking concrete, man. 
Skateboarding is crazy. And the only difference between like killing yourself is a fucking piece of wood and trucks and these tiny little cocksucking wheels. Man, I never had the cojones for that, man. Skate like skateboarding is fucking crazy, man. And that's the other thing to be good at it is like it requires blood sacrifice. Like there's it's blood in, blood out, man. Like there's no way you get to be good at skateboarding without permanently fucking up something on you. <laughs> no fuck away. Even like they talk about Tony Hawk or whatever the fuck like like that guy uh cuz he didn't hurt himself when he was like pro that much, but it's like coming up leading up to that, the guy was fucked, man. But that's why skateboarding you that, like the only way you get good at it is if you start when you're like 9 cuz you're too stupid to think about the consequences. When you're like 12 and 13, you're all jacked up and hormonal and like you feel you feel invincible and you heal so fastly. That it doesn't like quickly that it doesn't even bother you, but fucking you like you have not that that your prefrontal your frontal cortex isn't like fully developed yet, so you don't have that reasoning to be like this is a really fucking stupid idea to launch myself off thirteen stairs. Because <laughs> anybody over the age of nineteen, twenty, twenty one, once their brain starts being fully developed. They're like, well, that's no, like the possibility for injury far outweighs any sort of possible benefit that I may have from launching myself off these 13 stairs. But when you're 13, the benefit is fucking nailing it, bro. First T. <laughs> and you're not even thinking about that shit. So and it allows you that freedom of, uh, you know, not giving a fuck allows you to develop these skills that a person in reserve normally wouldn't have been able to develop. Okay, so there's my fucking respect. Last thing I want to say, because my camera's about to die, and I just realized I left the battery charger at the fucking cottage. So I probably won't do a video podcast next on Thursday. We'll just do audio. Um, I got into fucking Humber radio broadcasting. Hey! I was supposed to be happy birthday. There it is. <laughs> Fucking A. I got into Humber, so I'm going to be a radio DJ in two years. I uh, We won't get into... This won't be too long of an explanation, but when COVID happened, I uh, kind of foresaw the... Uh, you know, the, the changing landscape of the stand-up comedy industry. Um, also, the American policies currently in place that would kind of prevent me from migrating down there um, in any attempt to seek... Uh, a Faustian pursuit of fame and fortune in the hills of Hollywood. And uh, I always wanted to do this. When I was 17, my first choice of school out of high school was radio broadcasting. And I did almost apply for it, but there was like a big essay they made you write about like why you care. And I was like, I don't really care. I just think that I would be good at this. Obviously, I had a natural inclination for this sort of shit. So I knew that, but I, when you're 17, 18 and you're fucking dumb and also I had a job, I was making 22 bucks an hour teaching guitar lessons. So it's like radio at that time of the entry starting salary was like $21,000. It's like, well, I, why would I do a job that's half what I'm making now? So that was what prevented me at the time. However, a decade later, I've been on the road. I've seen every butt fuck part of this country and I've done comedy for everyone in big giant thousands of people venues and two people venues and everything in between and and not, and I'm not done. I will always be a fucking stand-up comedian forever. However, I do believe that the next phase of my life will include my uh, foray into Canadian media. 
Um, the, uh, coming in stand-up comedy into media is a real fucking hard way to do it. It's like <laughs> it's like walking up the fucking ski hill when you could just take the chairlift. And I've been walking up the ski hill for a fuck of a long time, and I think it's time to fucking get on hop on the gondola. <laughs> That's the reasoning. And I think I'll be good, and it'll be fun, and why not? And it's half online anyway, so fuck it. University of DeVry or whatever the fuck. <laughs> So yeah, there's my big news with Drew. Big news. Drew's going to fucking radio school. And that's the podcast for this week. Thank you guys so much for listening. We want to say thank you to our sponsor, KingTutsCannabis.com. You can use the promo code Drew right now for 10% off your order. You can also use the pro, uh, promo code LNKNJ, um, all le- words, LNKNJ, and get a free fucking caramel and a joint too, buddy. So they're hooking it up fat. And if it's your first time, if you're trepidatious, if you've been hearing me talk about the King Tuts and you're fucking ch- not, and you're not worried, you're, you know, I don't know, do it, man. I fucking uh, get in there, get your first timers, fifteen percent off. Come in, get my ten percent, get yourself some free fuck caramels, all that shit. Okay, fuck. Well, yeah, that's the show. I wish I had acoustic. Maybe I'll fucking just play it on the bass. <laughs> Uh, this is gonna suck hard, man. Fucking. Well, I suck at fishing. How about you? I suck at fishing. Yes, I do. I suck at fishing. Yes, I do. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was sucking.